It's not necessarily like saving money and being cheap. It's about being out as long as possible. If you're like looking at people's social and saying, oh my gosh, how do they afford to do this? They are going into debt to do it. Now you can't even enjoy the present as much because you're making payments on the past. Are you a six-figure household, but you're struggling to build wealth? Money isn't a problem, yet you don't have a financial strategy. You and your spouse just can't seem to get aligned, and it's holding you back. Welcome to Rad Money, the finance podcast for millennial married couples. We're Rebecca and Dylan. And our goal with this podcast is to help you stop arguing about money so you can start building real wealth. Because the world needs more good, wealthy people. Welcome to today's episode of the Rad Money Podcast. We got a bonus episode for you today. We're gonna be giving you our favorite travel tips because it's summertime and I know a lot of us are itching to get out on the road and do a little traveling. It's something that Rebecca and I really love to do and we've done a lot of it. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. (laughs) Just a couple cross-country road trips. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a big part of our relationship really just from the beginning. I remember our very first road trip. We went from Connecticut up to Romney, New Hampshire, and then out to Cape Cod. That was our our first little road trip, but then from there, it was like from Connecticut to Washington, from Washington to Texas. We've crossed this country so many times. A a few times, yep. And so throughout that, though, being obviously that we're very interested in financial freedom, we have always been looking for ways to really stretch our budget, really make sure that while we're prioritizing travel and we're getting out, that we're able to get out not only while sticking to a budget, but How do we get to be out longer on less? Yeah, that's really been the thing. It's not necessarily like saving money and being cheap. It's about being out as long as possible. I could have a one-week trip if I flew to Europe, or I could have a three-week trip if I did a road trip around the United States, which ended up being our honeymoon. Yeah, we were thinking that we wanted to go to Croatia for our honeymoon. It just looked beautiful. And then we were like, wait, but we could spend that same amount of money and be hanging out in Yosemite National Park and going to see Kings Canyon. We could do that for three weeks. We could be crossing the country and just like seeing things that we've always wanted to see. Yeah. So that's what this episode's about is just some of the the things that we've learned. And yeah, we want to help you enjoy your summer and get to enjoy it without what we call a travel hangover. We'll get into that. But what we do know is that when we were going through our journey of reaching financial freedom, we knew that traveling was a huge priority for us. And so we knew that we had to incorporate that into our plan, into our roadmap to financial freedom. And what was great was that we got to travel more just after having the plan. It wasn't a matter of like, oh, I've got to be debt free. I've got to reach this certain level of net worth before I can travel. It was just integrated into that plan. So we were able to give ourselves permission to spend on travel because we could see where we were going overall in our financial journey. We could see that we could spend on travel while still paying off our debt aggressively, while still saving and investing aggressively, and that we could do both. We could balance both. But it all came down to having that strategy and that roadmap so that we knew that one wasn't going to sacrifice the other. Yes. And this is the question that we ask every person who's going to start working with us. You know, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? And every, or most answers, I should say, revolve around some form of traveling. Everybody wants to spend more time traveling if they could afford it. I mean, this is a big goal for people that they want to spend more time living the life that they want and spending time traveling and seeing the world. But the thing that's getting in their way is they feel like they can't financially. They have debt that they need to take care of first. They feel like they need to be saving and investing more. 
And so that's keeping them from traveling. Or worse, maybe they're still traveling, but it's all on debt. If this is you, you want to travel more, but you know that you need to get your financial ducks in a row. You know that you want to balance enjoying life now while being responsible, planning for your future and having confidence in where you're headed then you absolutely need to apply to our couples coaching program. And we're going to help you incorporate your life design within that plan so that you can prioritize what's important to you now while also taking care of your future selves. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, hit the link in the show notes and send in an application. We'd love to help you reach your goals of traveling more and just getting to enjoy life together as a couple. So with that all being said, so one term that I really like to use when I talk about travel is travel hangover. This is really a big problem. There is a statistic out there. There was a study done by Amex that 69% of millennials and Gen Zers are going into debt to travel. And so much of this is influenced by social media. So if you're like looking at people's social and saying, oh my gosh, how do they afford to do this? Blah, blah, blah. Fact is that they're not. (laughs) they are going into debt to do it. And so I call this a travel hangover. When you are going out on a trip and you are funding it using debt, you're going to come back with this hangover from your travels in the form of debt. And that is such an emotional and financial burden. Obviously, it's the most expensive way to travel is using debt. And it really affects you on both sides of the trip. And this is something that I've experienced first firsthand. I mean, I've done this when I was younger, but it's no fun to go out on a trip using credit card debt and just be stressed the whole time. Oh my gosh, you know, this is just racking up my credit card, just racking up my credit yeah, card. Yeah, you're always questioning, should I afford something? Should I, maybe I shouldn't buy that right well, now. Well, and you definitely and... can't afford it, but yeah. you just know that it's added. So you know it's adding to the problem. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like making your situation worse. And so you just have this like low key stress. Yeah, you're not enjoying time. yourself as much as you could. Exactly. And then you come home and you start to really have remorse and regret and, f- and feel like, oh, my gosh, it's six months later. I'm still paying for this trip. You know, it's just like really killing me. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Could I have just done the staycation? But no, that's not social media worthy. or whatever and I mean when I was doing that that was before social media was really even that big of a thing but the fact is most people are doing this and what we really want to point out is that it really ends up making your trip less enjoyable definitely I mean it just it makes the trip more expensive it like Rebecca's saying you're stressed out the entire time while you're on this trip and then you come home and then you got to keep paying for it afterwards and so that actually kind of stings because when you get back from your trip you're making payments on it. And so now you can't even enjoy the present as much because you're making payments on the past. Like that could be money used to go out with your friends this week. But no, I can't because I really just spent all that money six months ago. That's yeah. rough. Yeah. And again, not saying this from a point of, or from a position where I haven't done this myself, but I will tell you it's absolutely so much better to pay for your travel out of your own pocket. Yes. And so these tips are going to really help you do that. And the first tip is the biggest, is the is really the key here, and that's to budget for your travel, because this is going to help you really decide what you can afford to begin with. Once you set the budget for how much you can spend, then you can start to make those bigger decisions of where am I going to go, and what am I going to do, and all of those sorts of things. It's the difference between camping or going to an all-inclusive resort. 
Well, or you just say, this is how much I can afford to spend. And if I went camping, I could go out 10 times as long as if I went to a resort too. So exactly, you, you're basically at least setting a spending limit where when you get back, you don't have the travel hangover. And then you can decide what you can do, but understand what you can afford by making the budget. But if you start with the destination, if you start with where you want to go and what you're like, it's very specific, then that's where you can get yourself into a lot of trouble really quick. And you can start to kind of justify things and treat yourself and YOLO. And right. Well, I'm already that. spending five grand. What's another few hundred, you know? Yeah. So it's re- it really is so important to set that budget first. And then from there, there's kind of two methods that you can take. So you can either save up for it. And so you set your budget and you say, I'm going to give myself $5,000. That's going to be my travel budget for the year. And then I'm going to start to save this much a month for it. Right. So you can save up for it. That's one way to do it. And the second way that you can end up paying for the trip is cash flowing the trip, right? So that means that you're actually just paying for all the expenses as you go along. You're not saving up, but you know, maybe you got PTO or you just have enough money in the bank account and then it's not really a saved up thing. You're paying as you go along. Yeah, but still not incurring debt. And so this is where like really mastering your cash flow can come in handy. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, this month, I'm just not going to put as much towards savings because I'm going to use that normal savings contribution to travel. Right. So those are the two methods, but whichever way you choose, like both are great. And the biggest thing is just avoid going into debt. Don't get that travel hangover. They suck. Yeah. The purpose of creating the budget is to know how much you can afford without going into debt. So you can really enjoy the trip, make the most of it. And if you're planning ahead and making a budget six months from the trip and you want to have a nice big trip, then start saving. This doesn't have to be a last minute thing. Which makes it so much more enjoyable. When you save up for something, it actually, that anticipation makes you enjoy it that much more. Definitely. When you're really earning it, you're working hard for it, that you're going to enjoy that trip so much better. Just not worrying about the money, being like, this is paid for. This is incredible. I'm so present. And I just get, all I get to go home with are memories and not debt. Yeah. Not a burden. Exactly. So just so highly encourage you. Once I, once I really started to travel this way, I noticed that I was legitimately enjoying my travel more. And so it's a game changer. All right. So now that you have the budget and you're not planning to go into debt, we're going to talk about something you might not expect. So the second tip is to maximize or utilize all your credit card benefits. That is funny. I didn't realize. Yeah. (laughs) But it's true. It's true. Like, I think there's a few things that people don't think about when they work with us. They're like, oh my gosh, working with a financial coach means I'm going to go on this super strict diet and I can't do the things all up. Not true. We're telling you, you need to travel more right now in this episode. The second thing is, oh, we can't use our credit card anymore. You can, but you better not be racking up credit card debt. But we want you to maximize and utilize all those benefits that are on your credit card. They're great. Yeah. If you know how to use it properly, a credit card is really nice. So many bennies. As long as you're not carrying a balance, absolutely. We're, we're not like credit card hacking nuts. Like No, we don't play the games or anything like that. We don't have like a favorite credit card necessarily, but I just looked at my credit card before we went on here. And one of the benefits I had no idea about was roadside assistance. So you could call and I can get my tire changed. I can get towed. They'll pull me out of a ditch with a winch. Like there's ah. like all sorts of random examples of like what they could do. And I didn't even know that was there. So and it's I'm... like not quite AAA, but kind of similar. Yeah. But yeah, roadside assistance. Yeah. Okay. I know that a lot of insurance companies started doing it not that long ago, but that's really cool to, to know that we get it through our credit card uh-huh. as well. 
Because that might, I mean, the places we go, it might be a matter of who can actually get to me. Right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But okay, another thing that a lot of people don't know is that pretty much every credit card these days provides insurance for rental cars. So when you're at the rental car place and they offer, do you want to get the insurance? No, usually you don't. I mean, look at the fine print and know what your credit card actually covers for sure. But really, most of them do. And so you can automatically save that money right there and know that you're driving and you're covered. Mm -hmm. So that's really, really important to make sure that you don't waste that money on the rental car insurance. Right. If you are flying and you got a credit card that does miles, don't forget about those. A lot of people just let their points rack up and they don't even use the benefits at all. And so it's just sitting there and it's it's a wasted benefit if you if you're paying for that. I think a lot of people just end up hoarding them and telling themselves, oh, I'll save it for next trip. I'll save it for next trip. I'll save it for next trip. Or, you know, yeah, maybe they even just forget. But there is a ridiculous amount. Actually, let's Google this right now. There's a ridiculous amount of people who it's kind of like people not taking their PTO uh-huh. that they don't cash in their miles. How many Americans don't use their credit card miles? According to a new creditcards.com survey, 23% of rewards cardholders haven't redeemed any rewards over the past year. That's an improvement from the 31% of rewards card users who didn't redeem any rewards in 2020. But almost a quarter of cash back and travel cardholders still leave money on the table. I mean, you heard it straight from Google, guys. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, about a quarter quarter of people are not using that benefit at all. And yeah. it's sitting right there. And- yeah. And it makes perfect sense. People do it with PTO and they're doing it with their credit card benefits. And so you probably signed up. Here's the here's the real messed up part is you probably signed up for that credit card because it had a bunch of benefits. You're like, oh, this is so smart. This is so great. Then you're actually buying stuff because you're like, I'm getting miles. I'm getting this cash back because if you think you're smarter than that, I'm sorry, but you're not. We're (laughs) all all victim to that. So you're spending on your credit card with this in mind, but then you never actually cash in. 24% of you are never cashing in. So you have to, like, it's so funny. You just have to kind of look at yourself and laugh if that's you and just be like, yep, okay, now I can change that. Right, and you should laugh because you realize you got a free trip somewhere. Absolutely, absolutely. And so we'll talk about, we'll, we'll link a blog that's related to all this content in the show notes too. And there we talk about like doing a cost benefit analysis of like your annual fees versus your benefits and all that sort of stuff. So make sure that you're like being smart. But the point is really here, use those miles, yes. get that cash back and actually use that to stretch that travel budget for the year. Yeah, so just a reminder here with the credit cards, go online and check all the benefits for your credit card and see what you have available because there's probably something there that you can use as you're traveling this summer that you had no idea was there. And I I think most people don't even realize that there's just a list of benefits that we have no idea about. Yeah, I think they keep adding them and adding them. So yeah, make the most of it. Right. But don't go into debt with it. So that goes into the third category of savings, for trips, which is food. Food ends up being one of the biggest costs when we're traveling. Being on the road, you don't have access to your kitchen. You can't cook as much. So if you know how to save on food, you can extend that trip or save a lot of money. Yeah. Eating out will really just chew through that travel budget yep. so fast because like you're saying, like maybe you're on the road and it's that convenience, it's fast food, or you're in the airports and Lord knows the markup and those is extreme. So start looking for ways. We're going to share a couple of our favorite ways to do it. But start looking for ways to save on food while you travel. Because it will just, it will, it will stretch that budget so far. Yeah. And this starts before you even leave the trip. 
one of the biggest ways to save money in general is to be conscious of your food waste. So before you go on a trip, like you're going to start to realize like, oh man, I got so much food in the refrigerator. So if you can do any sort of prep beforehand to save money to prevent food waste, that's going to go so far. Yeah. So for us, what this means is we don't go to the grocery store the week that we're about to travel. We eat down the fridge aggressively. Anything that's perishable, we absolutely make a plan to eat it. Whatever we can't get to, that gets frozen. Yep. And then from there, we're also, okay, what like maybe won't freeze well or we didn't eat that we could take on a trip with us. Right. So if there's like a big bunch of grapes in the fridge and we're about to hit the road, you bet that's coming with me. Even if I'm headed to the airport, that's going to come with me. And I'm going to eat that as, you know, as my snack just through that, even that first day, Mm -hmm. you know, but it keeps me from needing to stop and eat something that's. Uh, not good for me and cost me money when I've already bought the grapes. Right, exactly. So <laughs> that's that's a big one right there is just prepping before you even go on the trip and making sure your food doesn't get wasted because it maybe that's not necessarily about the trip, but it will cost you at one point, either on the front or the back end of your trip. Yeah, because it's going to go bad. Yeah. And you're going to come home and you're going to throw it away. The other thing is too, before you even leave your house, is just start looking at your pantry and start putting some snacks together. Yep. So for us, this is like trail mixes, dried fruits, things of that nature. We'll just go ahead and start like putting those into some small containers and that's going to hit the car as well. And whether it's on the way to the airport or even on the flight or in the car, mm-hmm. that is such a great way to not have an added expense, even mm-hmm. if it's just a couple bucks here and there. Right. I mean, all, all your, especially when we're flying, like just curbing your appetite mm-hmm. can just go a long way. Just like, oh, I won't buy the stuff at the airport. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll actually eat once we land somewhere instead. Yeah. Tide yourself over in between meals. Try to eat healthier. Even just a simple granola bar is going to be great. This is just good practice too. If you're a commuter, if you just drive regularly, you're in your car. Keeping healthy snacks will abs in your car will absolutely keep you from spending the extra money and taking in that really not great for you food. And that's just going to improve your experience overall. Right. And save you a little bit of time because you're not having to pull off and go get food. Yeah. You just keep moving. Yeah. Time savings for sure. Um, and then the other thing when saving money on food is making sure that you're just actually using the grocery stores. Yeah. I like this one a lot is just actually going and grocery shopping, bringing a cooler and eating fresh food on the trip that you buy. I mean, if you can skip buying lunch every day and just make sandwiches at a rest stop or whatever it is, if you're you're driving a lot, like it saves a lot of money. I mean, we went to Disney in, when was that, November? December, yeah. Yeah, and we just used Instacart. We didn't eat out hardly at all in Disney World. We just had Instacart just bring us a bunch of groceries. Yep, and, and use a little just, kitchenette and, yeah. and manage the food there. Because, I mean, yeah. Not eating out every meal will save you so much money. It's such a good Disney hack. It's such a good... And we were... Any travel hack. Yeah. But I felt like in Disney in particular, because that markup is so extreme. Yeah. Um, But anyways, so grocery stores, don't forget about them. Use them when you're traveling. It's not just for when you're at home, guys. No, not at all. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing is saving on gas when you're on your road trips. Obviously, gas is a huge expense these days. It is just astronomical, especially over the past couple of years. So... We're going to go back to that credit card and look and see if the credit card that you have is giving you maybe a higher percent cash back on gas. Yep. And it's not a ton, but if you only use that credit card just even for gas, at least you're getting 5% back and it just adds up. It does add up. It's just we're looking for little ways. Every little thing starts to count and make your trip a little bit longer. You save money on gas. 
that helps. If you save money on food, that helps a little bit more. You're saving money with some of the other benefits on your credit card, even better. Like all these things start to layer up. And so you can start to see how you can maybe even extend your trip out a few extra days by doing these sorts of things. But you have to plan ahead to do it. You ha- it doesn't happen by accident. And then the other thing with saving money on gas is use Gas Buddy. If you're not using Gas Buddy, you really need to. We'll share our link in the in the show notes for this. We don't have the credit card or like the debit card thing right. where you can get more savings just because we don't want another account to manage. We're all about a streamlined shared account system. But we do like the app itself where, okay, I need gas in the next 100 miles or whatever. And so you say, okay, look, let me just find where like the cheapest gas is in that vicinity. And so you can just save a nickel a gallon or something like that. And again, it just adds up. And yep. you were going to stop anyways. So it's just like get your co-pilot your person in the passenger seat to do all this, you know, figuring out for you. And it it saves a lot of money. It really does. It, it's really nice. I like that app a lot. Yeah. And so then, so now at that point, you're like getting 5% cash back on your gas, but then you're also saving five, 10 cents a gallon because you use Gas Buddy. So you pair those things together and you're saving a good amount of money. Yep. I like this next one is, is tip number five, which is to have a travel care package. And I really like this one because this think of this as like all the little things that you might need on a trip, but that you it's like all the things you would forget, right? It's the nail clippers, it's the band-aids, it's the ibuprofen. They're the small little personal care items that totally get forgotten, but then will start to be expensive if you had to buy them throughout the trip. Yeah, really that's what happened. Like, oops, I forgot my ibuprofen. Let's go to the convenience store. Oh my gosh, it's five dollars for two ibuprofen. Right. What? You know, and really, from there, that was when we decided to just put together this little kit. So we have the full list in the blog. But like Dylan said, yeah, nail clippers, ibuprofen, hand sanitizer, Benadryl. Just a small first aid kit. Just things like that. You also just don't want to have to go looking for it if you need it. Yeah. That's kind of another thing is, oh, like, I really need this stuff. Where are we going to stop and find it? Oh, a convenience store where they like mark it up two or three times what it should cost. That's Forget the thing. That. The mark- yeah, the markup is just crazy. Yeah. In New England, we have a tick twister. Tick twister is part of our little car kit because whether it gets on Clyde, whether they get on us, yeah, you, you know, know, like you just need to be just be, just be smart. Think of the things that you know that you use on a regular basis. Again, if you have kids, you're probably used to this, like, but you're used to planning it for the kids. Think about the things that you might need. Like, oh, I overdid it this week, you know, on the weekend. So I need that ibuprofen. Right. Or like, I, you know, had a couple too many last night. Like, let's just keep it in the car. You know, whatever. Um. Oh, so like emergency. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Things, just things like that. So that's clutch. We keep it in a little Rubbermaid just in the back of the car. Yeah. Just easy to grab. You go through it. Get what you need. Yeah. It's super convenient. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the final tip. Tip six is AAA. So AAA does cost money. Like it ranges from $65 to $125 a year, depending on the package that you buy. But there's just a lot of great benefits. One thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is that you can go into any AAA office, show them your card, and you can get roadmaps for wherever you're going, which I think is a great idea because... I mean, there's too many people trusting GPS so much that they'll drive right into a body of water. So like learn to read a map, people. (laughs) The office? Is that what we're talking about? No, I mean, legit, the other day I saw someone like I like some woman was driving her car and she went like right into the water. And no way. That's literally Michael Scott. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, this is that Michael Scott is not just a caricature. There are people out there doing it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Paper maps are amazing. Especially, I mean, if you're traveling. Well, what if you have service or not service? Yeah, we, exactly. We go places where there's just not a lot of service. 
And then also Google's been doing this like whack thing lately where it gives you these fuel efficient routes, which will take you to BFE. You will be like, I'm trusting Google so hard right now because I have no idea where I am. So so watch out for that. You've been warned. But having a paper map and just knowing, like being able to look at your where you are, you know, and and see what your route is and what kind of towns you're going to go through and all that sort of stuff is a huge benefit. Triple A offices are everywhere. You just have probably not noticed. But if you do become a member, you can, you know, see where all of their locations are. We're in an area right now where we're not exactly like covered technically, but wherever we travel to, you know, we get the the other benefit of AAA, which is discounts on lodging. Right. That's the way it really pays for itself, I think. So you can get your roadside assistance, you can get your free maps, but you get a lot of discounts in a lot of places with AAA. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of membership benefits with travel with AAA. And then they also, did you mention roadside assistance just now? Barely. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other nice thing is that they'll, they'll tow you up to a hundred miles a year with your depending on the package yeah and it just like takes you to wherever you need to go when i had a uh, a very unreliable truck i mean i use that thing every year so it was really nice to be able to just take advantage of that too which i think is really cool well honestly we're on your parents yeah my mom's been buying it for me for years she just keeps sending the card yeah okay it's really sweet thanks mom yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but but yeah they have family plans as well so that's kind of fun so um, and I don't think they'll kick you off. Obviously, you're 34. So I guess it's not like insurance and they're like, nope. Exactly. It's not like that at all. Okay. So yeah, so that's AAA. We're big fans. Again, it's kind of like your credit card. Look into all the different benefits and get the most out of it. And, exactly. And it's super fun. I think that's the thing about a lot of these things is you don't know that these things exist and that you should just start to educate yourself or just start to become more aware of what you have available at your disposal. Actually, there was a AAA discount option for Disney World. When I was looking at tickets for Disney World and for where else did we go? Epcot. No, that's part. Well, that's part of Disney World. Um, what was that? Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. They they all had AAA discounts for they, the tickets. Yeah. Oh they, wow. They weren't like really incredible discounts, but they were there. And so if you can't find any other discount, you can at least get that. It was like thirty bucks a ticket or something. Oh wow. I, I don't quote me on that. I don't know how much it was. But, but yeah, you can get discounts, like tons of places that you just don't expect. Right, yeah. right. Okay, so those are the six tips for traveling this summer. We hope that you found them helpful. Let's just run through them real quick one more time. The first tip is to make a budget for your travel this summer. Yes, definitely very important. It's the absolute first place to start so that you don't have the travel hangover. That's You don't want one of those. Yeah. Number two is to utilize your credit card benefits without carrying a balance. Yes. Good qualifier there. Number three is save money on food. So making sure that you prep before you leave and then bringing food along the way so you save money so you don't have to eat out as often. Number four, we shared tips on how to save money on gas using Gas Buddy and special cash back. That's hard to say. Special cash back offers that your credit cards might offer. (laughs) Yep. Number five is to create a little care package with personal items that you'll need on a road trip. Number six is AAA. So whether you're already a member or if you've ever considered joining, there are a lot of benefits. Again, we're not an affiliate, but we've been a member forever because Dylan's mom yep, just keeps signing you, us up. And uh, and it's really great that you can get maps in their local offices, in their locations. 
You can save money on lodging, entertainment, all sorts of different things. And then, of course, there's a classic AAA roadside assistance, which is just fantastic. So it really can pay for itself in a lot of different ways. And we're just really big fans. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode about saving money while traveling. We know that we're really excited about getting out and doing some traveling this summer as well. Yeah, and our goal with this was to help you get out more so that you can enjoy the present while staying on your path to financial freedom. And so we hope you really found these tips useful. Let us know what your favorite tip was and what you're going to try to start doing yourself so that you can stretch that budget and get out more. So until next time, I'm Dylan. And I'm Rebecca. And and we're we're Rad Coaches. Coaches.